Good morning, Tucson, Minneapolis, and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is La Vialva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. Sorry I'm not sounding as love- lively as I usually am. Um, there has been a lot of changes that happened in my life. Uh, but I do want to start off the evening good and say, you know what, I'm happy to be alive. I'm thankful for what I have. Um, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for the opportunities that people have given me. I'm thankful for um, the knowledge that I've gained. I'm thankful for the art and the beauty that I have seen. I'm thankful for the resources, if I have not already said, the resources that I have. And I guess what I'd like to say is that it hasn't always been easy. I think one thing that has really been bothering me the most in regards to sobriety is that the triggers never go away. But one thing that does go away is the instant gratification. So when you're like stuck in your addiction or when you're stuck in using a lot of times we get so used to that instant gratification. You know the times where we're just like okay I want it now, I'm going to get it now I'm going to do it now it's going to feel great now And I don't really care about anything else. And as a society, I feel like this doesn't even only pertain to people with addictions. It also portrays the necessities and the human normal elements of mankind. Life is all about waiting. Um, even if you have a life full of privilege. Even if you are in, an incredibly rich man. You still have to wait in line. Maybe you don't have to wait in line. But you have to wait for your paycheck. Um, you have to wait for the day to come up about. You need to wait for your friends to be available. That's just how life is. Life is all about waiting. And really kind of understanding how do we cope with waiting? How do we cope with that instant gratification that we're so used to getting? And I'm not going to say, you know, like addiction is not racist. Addiction doesn't care about your gender. It does not care about your race. It does not care about your status. In society, if you are a richer man, you might have more access to um, gratifications and you might not have to delay gratification as much as some people that do not have resources, enough resources for food, um, water, um, 
anything really money and so when it comes down to really understanding the alcoholic or the addict are we really much different than other people the some people might say yes the alcoholic is different than a regular person because he has no control over himself and what alcohol does to his body okay sure that's different but when it comes to instant gratification as a human race everyone is hooked on instant gratification when we think of instant gratification we almost think most extremely i think when we're thinking about whether or not it's extreme or not like we're like oh you know i must not have to battle too much with this in my life because me i'm not crazy rich you know like i don't have a lot of cars or i don't have a lot of money or i don't have a lot of resources but that doesn't mean that you're still not feeding into the instant gratification instant gratification could literally be you pick up something with your hand and you put it in your mouth that's exactly what a baby does you see something in the grass they pick it up they put it in their mouth see if it's edible you don't think you know you don't look at it you just grab and ingest and like i was saying earlier like when you're a young child this is how a young child learns to explore around in their surroundings you grab something you smell it you eat it you taste it maybe it's good maybe it's bad if it's good you take it if it's not you leave it and there it goes straight back on the floor in our society we do this quite a bit tiktoks all instant gratification tinder bumble eHarmony all those dating apps all instant gratification there's no need to go to the park anymore and talk to someone in a period of six months to see if you like them you know you go online read their profile go on one date with them ask them a bunch of questions maybe it didn't work out maybe you just decided to have sex with them and you're like man that that wasn't as romantic as i thought you know bye swipe left swipe right off to the next So what makes us so different then as a people? You know, that's what I'm wondering is because in my life when I went through rehab for the second time, um some people have been more times than I have. Some people never. That's the beauty of sobriety. That's the beauty of this journey is it's never fluid. Um that's the beauty of life in general. But anyway, so I go about my time. I go through rehab. And I learn that okay, when I experience certain emotions, I tend to reach my hand out and grab for any coping mechanism necessary. Why? Because internally I don't want to deal with it. 
I've been sick of it. I've been tired of it. I've been ignoring it. I've been neglecting it. And I'm not a doctor. But I just know from my own experience as an addict. I'm one person out of many. But in my experience, it's just a lot easier to be an addict. It's a lot easier to go to the park and sit in the grass, look at the sky, look at the clouds, and say, you know what, something about my life I don't like. Any regular normie is what we call them. People that are not addicts, we call them normies. Normal people, normies, would maybe look to the sky and say, you know what, today was kind of a shit day, but I'm going to have a beer and hang out with my friends and everything will be fine. Because I still have an element and a mindset that allows me to have fun and then go back and continue to do exactly what I was doing today, yesterday, whatever. Either that or they're like, you know what, I don't like something, I'm going to change it. And this is, you know, should be common sense, you'd think, right? If you don't really like something in your life, change it, right? That's what everyone says. You're in control of your life. You can change it. You can do whatever you want to do. That's why I'm sober, you know, because you choose this lifestyle. You choose to be a better person. Better person quotation, because what is a better person? Person. (laughs) Better person. Um, You know, that's a man-made concept, but... Before I get off too far in my tangent, what I'm trying to say is, um, using a substance to hide your emotions and to hide the hurt and the feelings that you're feeling will lead you into an addictive strategy. So if you find yourself constantly feeling a specific feeling, maybe it's annoying, Annoyance. Maybe it's um, anger. Maybe it's sorrow. But whenever this emotion comes up and you're like, man, you know what? I really don't want to deal with this right now because I understand. Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes you get raped. Sometimes you get attacked. Sometimes someone gets murdered. Sometimes you get almost murdered. Sometimes you get shot. Sometimes... You're being starved. Sometimes you're being abused. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're going through post-traumatic stress. Sometimes you're having anxiety. Sometimes you're having depression. Blah, 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 blah. I know. Excuse, 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 excuse. But they're all valid excuses for your discomfort at the time. And when you're in your addiction, you give in to that instant gratification you feel an immense emotion maybe about somebody raping you five years ago and it just came up because somebody said something and it reminded you of this or reminded you of a physical abuse or reminded you of a trauma or whatever it reminded you of and you're like oh hell no i'm not about to do this right now i'm not about to do this ever and you use a substance to get rid of that nasty, sad, unhappy, anything but happy emotion. I'm not going to say, you know, that it's wrong 
because I know that normies, normies have different ways of going about their life and they might be able to do this once you know maybe somebody dies and at a funeral and they have five beers and in three hours and they're able to go home and still be fine and i don't know like maybe normal people do this maybe they don't i'm not sure because i'm not normal <laughs> but um yeah maybe norm normie people do this and they do the same thing but I hear you on that. And if you're feeling like this is kind of hard to understand, then um, just keep listening because it will get better. It, you might not understand it right now, but it will get a lot better with time. Um, and I, I just feel like also advice from myself is don't make everything make sense either. You know, like don't have it all make sense right now. Because sometimes, honestly, I could complain about my day for all day, every day, about this, about that. But one thing that I learned in my rehab the second time around is that sometimes just looking up and seeing what you're thankful for and being like, hey, you know what? I'm thankful for my family, thankful for my sister, thankful for my mom, thankful for my brother, I'm thankful for my cousin, I'm thankful for my friends, thankful for my job, I'm thankful for my body. And just keep going. Because honestly, none of this shit makes sense. And I'm having a day, guys. I feel it. This week has been a week. And I'm I'm very proud and happy to be sober, but it's not an easy journey. Sometimes it's it can be a lonely one. And that's why you have to make sure that you're not maintaining your loneliness. You know, you got to make sure that you're not just isolating yourself. You know, make sure that you're talking to people that love you. And surround yourself with people that care. And go to AA meetings. And go, you know, to therapy. Talk to your therapist. Um, honestly, the sponsor was one of the best things that I probably have ever done in my life. And I didn't do that the first time around. I did that maybe the second... I did that the second time around because for me, I I didn't want to do it the first time around. I thought it was stupid. I didn't want to like be full-heartedly in it. The first time I was in rehab, I'm going to be real. I half-assed it. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I, I, I know that sounds horrendous. But I really didn't. I didn't give a care. I didn't want to. Um, and now that I'm in a space in my mind where I'm like, you know what? This is making a lot of sense. Um, this is going well for me. 
you know, this is a lifestyle that benefits me and makes me happy. You know, and I think it's sometimes we got to do things that we don't want to do. And that's fine, too. Sometimes we got to be things that we don't want to be. I never thought that I was going to be a person that would talk about this on a podcast. I never thought I was a person that was going to work with other people. Never thought, honestly, that I was going to be a therapist this early in my career. Um, I had a lot of different ideas of what I wanted to be. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to put it in the universe's hands. Sometimes you have to put it in God's hands. Sometimes you just have to have faith. And I have faith in you. I believe that you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it too. And even if you don't have an addiction, even if you're just a person that, you know, likes to listen to the podcast and learn more about other people, you're an awesome person too. And I really hope that you have a phenomenal day and I really greatly appreciate you listening um, to this podcast in general just because it allows me and other people to feel heard. And when we're not heard, we often feel isolated and alone and that can lead to problematic problem I can't talk, sorry, it's a Monday. Problematic behaviors. And so thank you. And do something good for yourself today. Honestly, this allowed me to just be in a better mood. Just talking on my podcast right now and talking to you guys, you make me feel so much better about myself. And I'm going to go off to an AA meeting, so I will talk to you later. But we got this. You are worth it. You are strong. You are brave. Be proud. And honestly, I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. I love you all. Thank you.